You may be aware that smoking cigarettes um, causes people to be skinnier because of the nicotine in the cigarettes. It suppresses their hunger so they don't eat as much. But what if there was a part of the nicotine that scientists can remove uh, that can be used on everybody to keep them skinny but not necessarily give them cancer at the same time? <laughs> like, is there a healthy part of the nicotine? Like, I would think that the part that keeps you skinny would be good for you, but maybe not. It just seems contradictory. Like, I don't know. I think scientists should really figure this out because right now we got a lot of people staying inside gaining a bunch of weight because they're not exercising and they're eating a lot from stress. I mean, scientists, what else are you up to right now? Why can't you figure this out? Oh, yeah, that's right. The, the pandemic. Oh. Anyway, on with the show. It was the bottom of the ninth, with McGuire up the bat. Feeling so at home in my giant ace cap. I was eight years old, wearing gold and green. From my head to my toes, rap game Billy Bean. She was my first kiss, but I don't think it counts. On the kindergarten trip to the Oakland Firehouse. Sitting in the stands with her family. With the baseball glove her dad handed me. As the season unfolded, we held our breath. Watching Ricky Henderson, the quickest runner in the West. Hello, and welcome to the podcast Jokestrap with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will discuss two of his favorite things, which are sports and stand-up comedy. Hence the name Jokestrap. If you like this episode, please subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or iTunes, or wherever podcasts are available. With that being said, please enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. Hey everybody, welcome to Jokestrap. This is Wes Hoffman. Thank you very much for tuning in again for another week. Um, this is episode number 87, I think. Sorry, I didn't check before I posted it. I hope that's correct. Um, welcome. Today's date of the recording is February 23rd, 2021. And to be honest, I was going to initially skip this week's uh, recording session. I wasn't going to do anything. Uh, in terms of the podcast, simply because, um, because, uh, sorry, <laughs> I'm trying to do multiple things at once here. No. Anyway, um, simply because I'm going to be on, uh, another podcast, uh, recording on, on a Saturday with Veronica Porras. And since I'm doing that this week, I was kind of like, yeah, I don't want to do two podcasts. That's too many. Haha. <laughs> But uh, there's some big news, um, albeit bad news, coming out um, of baseball right now. So I kind of wanted to touch on that. Um, so uh, the other day, uh, the president of this and CEO of the Seattle Mariners uh, was doing some like virtual uh, event with some Rotary Club. I don't don't know how this whole thing was set up. Anyway, uh, it was set up with the Rotary Club over Zoom or something like that. Um, and then uh, whoever was in charge of this at the Rotary Club apparently recorded it um, where they talked to the president. And then they uh, uh, posted it, posted their interview or whatever you want to call it to YouTube. Um, but 
it was a rather strange event that occurred. The video has since been removed, but enough people have seen it to where um, it has sparked quite the outrage. It was called the Bell. It was a Bellevue Breakfast Rotary Club. Uh, it happened on uh, February fifth, so it did take a few weeks before this was discovered. Uh, because uh, the speech wasn't posted to YouTube until early uh, on, uh, I believe it was early yesterday, early Monday. So, um, so anyway, their their team president, uh, CEO, and I think part owner Kevin Mather um, was discussing a number of topics surrounding the upcoming season and all that. So normally, you know, you would think, oh, no big deal. No big problem. Um, what's 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 the issue here? Um, it's stuff that the Mariners owner said. Now, if you want to see like some of the video footage of the interview or of the whatever you want to call it of the I don't know what it called. I don't think it's an interview. I think it's just like a video speech discussion. I guess you could say they kind of had a discussion. If you want to see that. Um, you, there are parts of it posted via John Boy, um, on YouTube, J-O-M-B-O-Y, and he kind of does kind of a breakdown of it, so you can see some of the clips of it. So, you can watch that for a breakdown if you'd like. Um, I'll try to give you one here, just to give you an idea of what was said. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that he said that were, that was bad. So, he discussed, um... Uh, what do you call it? The uh, shit, I can't even think of the word. <laughs> um, uh, da, 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 da. he called, you know, how damn it, I can't even think of the word. I wanted to discuss this and I can't even think of the word that it's, um, that it's, uh, oh, oh okay, uh, uh, service time, Olympic. Service time, manipulation, manipulation. No, no, that is right. Service time mani manipulation. That was uh, one of the things that was discussed um, in this discussion or whatever. Sorry about all the uh, <laughs> going back and forth on that for a bit. I couldn't remember the word manipulation. But anyway, service time manipulation. Um, was discussed briefly uh, during this discussion. Uh, so uh, the president was referring to a couple of uh, minor leaguers, um, uh, Jared Kalenic, um, Lucas Gilbert. Uh, he was he said they would have their debuts delayed because he didn't want them to debut early. Uh, because of their service time, uh, you know, they keep them under control longer if they make them start in the majors longer. Now, this is already a known thing that's known to exist, but no one's ever really gone out and just said it. Like, uh, yeah, we, regardless of how well they do, we, we're not going to call them up, uh, is basically what he was saying. Um, he said, uh, Jared, Jared Kalenic. And Logan Gilbert um, would uh, probably be in AAA Tacoma for a month, and then 
Oh, no. Of Jared Kalenic, he said uh, he'll probably be in AAA Tacoma for a month, and then he will likely see left field at T-Mobile Park for the next six or seven years. And as for the pitcher Gilbert, you won't see him on April 1st, but by mid-April, he'll be on the roster. So even though these guys are good enough to be on the major league team at the beginning of the season, they wouldn't be called up till mid-April because that's when the service time thing changes. And this is always this has been a problem. This was a problem back in um, when Chris Bryant called, called to the majors. This was a problem with Vladimir Guerrero Jr., uh, getting called up, uh, the teams waited like halfway through April before calling them up, so their service time wouldn't start right away, and basically then you'd get another year of control of the player. It's It's been an issue, it's been known, but we've never heard an owner or president like this speak so candidly about it, saying, hey, regardless of how good you're doing, you know, fuck you, you're not coming up that early, um, which is kind of a shot in the, shot in the face. Um then of Kyle Seeger, their longtime third baseman uh, in Seattle, he claim, he says, well, you know, Seeger is a, a great guy for the clubhouse, um, but then says uh, he's probably overpaid. Why would you say that? And then uh, Seeger has an option on his contract for the 2022 season, and it made, and Kevin Mather made it sound like, oh, there's no way they're going to uh, pay that option. So then later, after hearing this, uh, Kyle Seeger's wife was on Twitter saying, uh, so do we have to go look for a new house now? Like, should we put our house on the market? Like, what does this mean? And uh, so anyway, the, the president, the uh, CEO was saying a bunch of stuff that, you know, you shouldn't be saying. Um, and then when you thought that was bad enough, he goes into talking about uh, uh, Hisashi Iwakuma, um, who played for the Mariners, um, and uh, he is, he's going to be coming back um, with the Mariners to work for them as a like a coach. But he uh, um, said, he said <laughs> this is a quote, he said, For instance, we just rehired Iwakuma. He was a pitcher with us for a number of years, wonderful human being. His English was terrible. He wanted to get back into the game. He came to us. We, quite frankly, want him as our Asian scout interpreter. What's going on with the Japanese league? He's coming to spring training. And I'm going to say I'm tired of paying his interpreter. When he was a player, we'd pay Iwakuma. But we'd also have to pay $75,000 a year to have an interpreter with him. His English suddenly got better. His English got better when we told him that. Come on, man. That's terrible. You can't pay $75,000 a year for an interpreter. And then there was another um, remark he made about uh, Julio Rodriguez um, in the minor leagues. A similar thing saying, uh, you know, um, great guy is just uh, doesn't speak English very well. Um and, you know, really that stuff should have nothing to do with their talent. Um, 
And then he he talked about how the Mariners didn't really lose any money last year because uh, of their TV deal with Root Sports. And he said basically they're stealing money from them, which is fucking stupid to say. Because now uh, imagine what your contract negotiations would be like next next time uh, a deal has to come up with Root Sports. I'm sure they're fucking angered by that. Um, so, um, yeah. So anyway, uh, later yesterday, Kevin Mather uh, issued an apology, but then, or on the 21st, he issued an apology, so this was late Sunday, he issued a public apology, but then yesterday, as of uh, about 3 o'clock, he ended up uh, resigning um, from his post. So, yeah, he's done. He is done. Um, I don't know if he's still going to be part owner. Um, Mariners chairman John Stanton said, there's no excuse for what was said, and I won't try to make one. I offer my sincere apology on behalf of the club and my partners to our players and fans. We must be and do better. Uh, we have a lot of work to make amends. You know who's fucking probably, like, uh, really stoked by this and the Mariners problems now uh the Houston Astros um sure uh a lot of the players may not be with the team anymore George Springer uh isn't with is going is on the Blue Jays now so you know he was one of the main guys but Bregman Altuve Michael Brantley uh these guys on the Astros are probably stoked um, you know, Verlander, um, because, uh, if the Houston Astros are gonna see some fans this year, possibly, um, you know, they would expect to get booed, I'm sure, um, but this whole Mariners situation is kind of taking the focus off Houston. So once again, Houston gets bailed out <laughs> by something else. Last year, they get bailed out by not having any fans in the stands at all. This year, while the fans might be limited, it is expected that a lot of stadiums will have some fans and some limited capacity um, at least some point during the season. But now, you got the fucking Mariners uh, going to be uh, taking that spotlight away from them. Great. Thanks a lot, assholes. <laughs> I wanted everyone to focus on booing the Astros still. I guess we could boo both in unison. You feel bad, though, for the players and the Mariners. Um, feel bad for their fans uh, to have to listen to that stuff. A lot of the fans uh, reached out to uh, Julio Rodriguez on uh, on Twitter, you know, expressing that, you know, sorry uh, for this guy. We think you're great and everything. And he tweeted out that he was grateful for the Mariners fan support and stuff like that. But, but now, like, guys like Kalenic and... Uh, um, uh, Logan Gilbert, if they're not with the team at the very beginning of the season, they know why. Um, and it's that contract man- manipulation stuff. Um, apparently, Kalenic was offered a contract extension of six years in length and and multiple years of club options. Um, and that's been the standard model for most teams when making long-term deals with players who have yet to debut in the big leagues. 
and uh, the Mariners had a deal like that with Evan White back in November 2019. Um, but Kalenic, uh rejected the decision because um, um, Kalenic figured that he'll be a better player than what the contract guaranteed. So we'll see. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So that's uh, the, what the president CEO of the Seattle Mariners did in a nutshell. And he, he's a dick. And good thing he resigned because he was going to be forced to quit at least otherwise. So anyway, um, other sports or other news items, I suppose, if there are any. Um, baseball's underway in spring training. Pretty much uh, for the majors and AAA players. Um, double A and single A won't be reporting until later, probably in April. It's still still undecided, I think, whether or not those players in double A and single A will be playing actual spring training games or if they're just going to be like doing practices until their season start um, May 4th. Um, I read that the Toronto Blue Jays are going to be starting their uh, major league season uh, playing their home games in Florida at their spring training site, and they're going to be playing there uh, at least through May 2nd. Their first two home stands, at least, will be in Florida. So it's got to suck to be a Blue Jays fan right now, I would think. Uh, um. And, uh, yeah, some other signings. The A's signed some players recently. They signed Trevor Rosenthal to a contract. Um, so he's going to be their new closer. It's a interesting deal. He's getting $11 million, uh, but it's, some of it's going to def- be deferred. He gets $3 million in 2021 and 22. And then he'll get five million in 2023. Um, it's interesting that this came about, especially since Tre- Trevor is a Scott Boris client. Um, but uh, it's not surprising that the A's deferred some of the money because they tried to de- do they did the deferral thing with uh, Marcus Simeon, which he declined. If you remember, Marcus Simeon was offered 2.5 million for the first year, and then. 10 million over the course of the next 10 years, uh, which was a ridiculous deferment. This is a little bit, you know, less. It's like three years for one year and not 11 years for one year. (laughs) So, um, but anyway, uh, I don't know why the A's couldn't have deferred money like this to Simeon to at least make it a little less crazy. Um, But, so they got Rosenthal, so he's going to be stepping in as the closer, more than likely, with Liam Hendricks gone. Uh, the A's also signed some reliever uh, named Sergio Romo, who I'm sure everyone's familiar with, played with the San Francisco Giants, uh, has played with the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, amongst some other teams, Minnesota Twins. Um, and uh, they signed uh, Mitch Moreland to a deal. Uh, he's a DH Probably most likely going to DH against right-handed hitters. Uh, he can give uh, 
Matt Olson some time off if he needs it at first base, although Matt Olson probably won't need much time off. But Mitch Moreland is a good backup plan at first base if needed. Um, so they're making they made some good deals here in the final week right before spring, spring training started up. Um, they re-signed Yusmero Petit for the bullpen. Uh, so that was a good deal as well. Um, definitely helped uh, getting that money from the Rangers in the deal for Elvis Andrews. So they did get that $13.5 million. Uh, without that, I don't think any of these Mitch, I don't think this Mitch Moreland, this Sergio Romo, uh, the Trevor Rosenthal, I don't think those deals happen. So um, the Chris Davis trade uh, could be end up being a huge trade for the A's um, this year should they uh, compete. Um the Yankees re-signed Brett Gardner, but I think he's going to be more of a backup player in New York these days. I don't think he's going to be a starter. Uh, the Padres extended Fernando Tatis Jr. to a ridiculous deal. Uh, it's like uh, <laughs> the the way it pays out is kind of crazy. Um, it's a $340 million deal over the course of uh, 14 years. Uh and he'll be, uh, uh, it'll take him through his age 35 season. So he'll, he, I mean, uh, he'll probably still want to play, uh, after then. So he, he'll, this may not be the only contract. So I can't say he'll spend the rest of his career with the Padres because one, he could get traded at some point, And two, um, you know, he'll probably still want to play after his 35th birthday. Anyway, um, so he gets one million in two thousand twenty one, five million in two thousand twenty two, seven million in two thousand twenty three, eleven million in two thousand twenty four, twenty million apiece in two thousand twenty five and two thousand twenty six, twenty five million in two thousand twenty seven and two thousand twenty eight, and then thirty six million year yearly from two thousand twenty nine through two thousand twenty four or two thousand thirty four. So that's pretty interesting that he's getting paid more every year as the contract goes on. That's kind of a a clever contract, I think, for San Diego. Um, the deal provides Tatis with full no-trade rights. Um, so if they were to trade him, then, uh, you know, they'd have to agree. Uh, Tatis would have to agree. And then there was also ten million dollars signing bonus, so good, good, good job for Tatis. Uh, congratulations on the extension. Um, hopefully, well, we'll see what happens, uh, how it works out uh, for the Padres. Um, and uh, yeah, Fernando Tatis. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's just some of the stuff going on in baseball right now, um, and, uh, still everything is set to start the season on time and spring training on time, um, college baseball started, uh, February 19th for some teams, some teams are gonna have to wait longer, it looks like the, uh, San Jose State baseball team is going to be one of those teams having to wait longer, even though the Mountain West is supposed to start on February 19th. 
uh, San Jose State had COVID protocols they had to follow, and now their first game's not going to be all the way till March 27th. Seems like quite the delay, but that's what the schedules say. Um, so uh, that sucks for them. Um, anyway, uh, not really prepared for this episode. I just wanted to talk about the Kevin Mather shit, really. Um, the Warriors are hanging in there for basketball. Uh, they are they are currently playing a game right now against the New York Knicks. Actually, uh, it's not on TV, so I'm not watching it. Uh, not on TV here, anyway. Uh, they're currently losing 59-55 at half, so that sucks. Uh, the Warriors' record currently is 16 and 15, so there's been hovering around that 500 mark. Uh, and uh, they lost their most recent game, uh, which was uh, Saturday, February 20th, against the Hornets. Uh, Steph Curry did not play in that game due to illness, um, but he's back today. Uh, but Cur- the Warriors lost to the Hornets by uh, uh, two points. Uh, Draymond Green got a second technical foul late in that game, so he got ejected. So that may have been part of the reason why they ended up losing by two points instead of winning that game, even though they were without Steph Curry. Um, Then they lost to the Magic prior to that game uh, the the night before uh, by four points. So they've lost some really close games the last couple games uh, prior to today's game, which they're losing by two points right now. Um, so, um, the Warriors are, like I said, hovering around 500, trying to break away from that and get higher up. Uh, and the San Jose Sharks and hockey are also hovering around 500 themselves. Uh, they currently have a 7-8-2 record. Uh, yesterday against the Minnesota Wild, they scored first. Uh, Brent Burns made a ridiculous move, scored first. And then, uh, they, uh, Ended up losing 6-2. They lost pretty bad um, to the Minnesota Wild. So their next game is going to be on Thursday, February 25th um, against the Golden Knights. Uh, what's cool, though, is that the Sharks are going to be home for an eight-game homestand. So yesterday was the first game of their eight-game homestand. So uh, hopefully they can get some kind of mojo going, being at home for a significant amount of time for the first time in a while. Um, all right. So... Uh, that's going to be all I talk about, uh, in this episode. Uh, want to get your thoughts, uh, if you have any about the whole Mariners thing, any thoughts, opinion, if you're a Mariners fan, especially, I would love to hear from you. Um, again, uh, if you want to call in to the podcast, please do. Uh, again, that number is... 916-237-7237. Um, so call in and then uh, leave a voicemail. And then uh, if you're selected, uh, if I like what you say, if it sounds good, I'll put it in a future episode of the podcast. Uh, so, yeah, any any reaction from Mariners fans, baseball fans, uh, regarding s- service manipulation, regarding... Uh, anything that the president said that you haven't uh, thought about, uh, love to hear it. Um, all right. So that's going to be it. 
And uh, until next time, uh, until next time, ha <laughs> And uh, yeah, uh, next episode, I'll be sure to tell you more about the other podcasts that I'm going to be on a guest on uh, this week. We're recording the episode on uh, the 27th, so I'll tell you more about that later on as it becomes available. All right, talk to you then. Bye.